Hey guys, I'm Raul Coley and I am Arthur Vader, a weird terrier apparently. My name is Ayanna White, I'm a writer for iZombie. Hi, I'm Molly Hagan, I play Liv's mom on iZombie. And you're listening to the iZombie podcast. Is that really how you're going to sit? Can't you sit up? Sit up? Sit up? You're listening to a season one episode of the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph. We're a fan podcast dedicated to the hit CW show, iZombie. The season one episodes begin and end abruptly, so we hope you'll forgive us. This week we talk about episode six, Virtual Reality Bites, with special guest, Raul Coley. Welcome to the show, Raul Coley. Hey guys, I'm Raul Coley and I am off Vader, a weird terrier, apparently. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> awesome. Um, how amazing was it just to hear Wear Terrier on the show? <laughs> I mean, yeah, thank you. That was that was such an awesome nod because um I think when when the casting first went out and people had seen it, uh I think being hairy and <laughs> Liv's best friend, everyone assumed that eventually I'd turn into a Weird Terrier or something. But uh, it was a nice nod. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I don't know, would uh, would Clive be the ghost? <laughs> a ghost cop? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> well, um, thanks for coming to the show. I just wanted to say right up front, thank you for all the support you've given us uh, throughout the last few months. Really. Oh, no, thank you for your support. You guys were one of the first uh, to kind of um, blow us up and, and, and have an eye zombie present. So thank you, guys. Thanks. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Definitely. <laughs> Um, so just wanted to ask you some questions, um, not really related to the episode uh, up front, uh, mm-hmm. before we actually get into virtual reality bites. Um, first and most importantly, um, what did you think of the Batman versus Superman trailer? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I liked it. I, it's a, it's a different direction. I, I, I like Nolan's first two films anyway, uh, yeah. in isolation. And I'm glad that that's wrapped up and it's not going to it doesn't borrow from that. It's its own thing. And it's, um, and I think Ben Affleck's going to be great. I really do. I, I, I have a lot of trust in his casting. Um, and I was lucky enough. I think I can talk about it now. Um, when I was at DC, Jeff Johns had shown me some footage of Ooh. Batman versus Superman. So I'd seen Batman fighting and stuff. It's, it's, it's great. It's everything you'd want from, from the, uh, the world's greatest detective. Now, now, I mean, honestly though, who do you hmm. think is going to win? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I think you'd be surprised. I mean, didn't Batman win once in with like Kryptonite knuckle dusters or something like that? I'm oh, sure that's cheating, though. <laughs> it, but you know, that's his that's his mo, right? He knows everyone's weaknesses. Um, yeah. It'd be interesting. I kind of still wanted a Man of Steel sequel. I, I did actually enjoy that film. Yeah, me too. Um, so I'm a little bit mm, sour. I guess it's sour grapes that I didn't get a direct sequel. But um, but I'm looking forward to it. And Steph's actually a huge fan of Gotham. We're only asking uh, Rel this because he's a huge Batman fan, by the way. And we had a Batman shout-out even in this episode, too. We did, yeah. <laughs> um, Steph's actually been watching Gotham. I kind of gave up. Where, where are you at with that? Uh, I haven't started. You haven't started? Um, okay. No, I... Uh, firstly, I, I this sounds bad considering that I have a show out right now that I want people to watch live, but yeah. I'm a bit of a box set junkie. Um, and I tend to only really delve into shows, um, when I can binge watch them. Um, so like right now I'm, I've just started Dexter a few days ago uh-huh. only because I know I can watch it at my own leisure from start to finish. So, um, I haven't started Gotham yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now that you have wrapped, uh, the season one of I zombie, what are you doing now? What's your plans? <laughs> Playing next? Mortal Kombat. Really? <laughs> um, no, I, I've been in Los Angeles um, since we wrapped, um, just kind of on a, a bit of a holiday and uh, just doing meetings with casting directors. And we're also doing a lot of publicity for the show itself. Uh, obviously, we're, as of today, um, we're not sure about our next season. We're still waiting. Obviously, the upfronts for a few weeks away. So we're just waiting to hear uh, oh, what we'll be doing. In. Uh, we hope so. We're fairly positive. I think we've we've delivered everything we'd hoped for, and and the um, if you look at the CW's ratings and stuff, we're we're, we're firmly up there with with the best of them. So mm-hmm. we're, we're 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 largely optimistic. Yeah. We so, had, do you uh, think it'll be a full season, or do you think that the CW is getting into these 
partial seasons or what? Oh, um, I have, no, have idea. no idea. I guess that's kind of that we've had those conversations before amongst the cast, um, and no one really. We're, we're all just it's all conjecture. We have no idea. Um, as, for me, as long as as long as we're able to tell a, a, a cohesive story um, without the use of filler episodes, I'm happy to do. 50 eps i mean it's it's all about it's all about quality really so as long as as long as that doesn't suffer i'm I'm happy to do whatever yeah i like the idea of having eyes on beyond almost every week but i also like that actors have a chance to go do other things yeah i guess so i mean we <laughs> as i don't know in that position i'd rather just know for a year i'm covered uh <laughs> okay. have to go out and audition so i mean it, it's but it's um but yeah, I guess we all got into this job for, for variety and being able to change our job, you know, from from month to month is is one of the things that attracted us to it. But uh, no, I, I I love iZombie. I'm happy to do as much as they want. Well, the cast looks like it looks like you guys are having a great time together. Yeah, <laughs> we're um, it's it's funny actually because we we go out a lot together even now um as a group i mean we'll, we'll all, all five of us will be at a bar somewhere and and people are like what you guys actually hang out outside of the show and we all just got really close i guess it's just one of those like it's it's, it's sort of the luck of the draw really because none of us have kids um you know malcolm's married but the rest of us are all in different various relationships and statuses but we all kind of are around the same age have the same interests so it's um we just kind of all clicked as a, as a bit of a group. Yeah, that's great because, I mean, you hear lots of horror stories about casts that won't talk to each other off camera. Yeah. But yeah. yet every Tuesday night it seems that at least you were with, hanging out with somebody else in the cast. But, I mean, there's, <laughs> there was a whole group of you uh, watching the show. Actually, you had to pop off uh, to do another yeah. podcast. But uh, I was actually with them. at the. Uh, we went for dinner uh, as a group of us, including uh, Ali Michalka, and um, I had to I had to leave to do another show. But um, yeah, it's it's. I'm seeing Malcolm tonight. You know, we all yeah. we're just um, we're just all good friends, and um, I hope it shows in the work. And <clears throat> I know that um, I'm very lucky to have Rose McIver as a as a colleague because we're very. We kind of I, I read a lot about uh, a lot about it, and I know that the show felt the way, same way too. But uh, we kind of had a natural chemistry working together, mm-hmm. which just made our lives easier. And she's she's awesome to work with, um, and um, that's probably like one of the one of the luckiest parts of this job was the fact that it was Rose that I was working with. It just made everything click, and our humor and timing was just it just worked for us. Yeah, it's great to see. I mean, you can tell even just watching the show that you guys are really having some fun doing this. Mm. And Yeah, it's, it's a fun shoot. And, uh, I mean, this week we even had you do some scenes with, I mean, without Liv in it. You had uh, a scene with Malcolm and a scene with uh, Buckley. So Yeah, yeah. well, that's that's one of the things that um, kind of happens for, for, for everyone, really. Obviously, uh, the character Liv is is obviously the glue and and as the center of uh, of the show, um, but halfway through now, obviously everyone else is 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 splitting off and and they have their own kind of narratives, um, and there'll be a lot more to come in on that front as well for everyone. Yeah, it's it, you can see it. It's funny because um, I think I heard an earlier uh, interview with Rob Thomas where he was saying, you know, towards the beginning of the show, it was more like I think seventy five percent procedural, twenty five percent, you know, like just the regular episode Serial, of yeah. yeah mythology, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. I mean, I know you're an X Files fan like me, so. <laughs> I am, yeah. Uh, and now, as we're getting. And he, then he said, as it gets further on in the season, it kind of swings in the other way. And it really showed tonight how, like, the case really dug into, um, you know, their normal uh, relationship. It was a big part of that. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. with Lowell and you're helping. and um, But also we had some great stuff with Blaine this week, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, some great Blaine stuff. Um, with And with Jackie. Um, yes. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I love – actually, you know what? The, the, for me – Obviously, I watched the show as well. The big treats for me are, are um, the Blaine stuff, simply because I am usually, when it comes to the work, without giving too much away for future episodes, but mm-hmm. obviously my, my relationships in the show, my character's relationships center with Babineau, Liv, Major. Um, and when it comes to the, to the uh, Blaine stuff, 
I'm not usually around. Um, so it's like what it's watching it for the first time. It's, it's the new parts of the show. I, I, I almost, I remember step by step everything we do and everything that centers around the case and every interaction I have with Buckley, but with the Anders stuff, um, it's like watching it for the first time. So it's a real treat every week to see what he's up to. Yeah. And also as a, as an X-Files fan, Millennium fan, I mean, I love Sarah Jane Redmond and I was sad to see her. Oh. This week. <laughs> yeah, she was awesome. She really was. Um, and, um, I, I, obviously I didn't get to work with her, but, um, David spoke very highly of her and, and yeah, her work was awesome on the show. We were very lucky. Yeah. The casting is just it's so great and I can't wait to see who we'll, you know, see next. Well, next, what's next week? Oh, I know. Okay, maybe not next week. I think in a couple of eps we're going to get Percy on, um, yeah. who, who played Wallace in Veronica Mars, and that was awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think they just announced that. That's why that's not a spoiler. Um, but yeah, Percy's, Percy's part of the show at some point, uh, and he's great. Um, yeah, it's, uh, the, the casting's been, like, we're all, um, I don't know, I, it's hard to talk about it because obviously I'm, I'm a part of that casting. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, Rob Thomas is, is kind of known for having a knack for it and knowing he, he kind of can, he's just good at picking the right formula and the right chemistry for a group. Um, before we swing into the episode, mm. you did mention, I think, in one of your interviews that you may have uh, trespassed on the set of an episode two <laughs> Star Wars set. Um, I did, yeah. <laughs> can you possibly elaborate on that? <laughs> Um, so if I remember correctly, my dates might be messed up, but it was either UK Mother's Day or UK or my mum's birthday. So it was either March or May and Attack of the Clones were doing pickup shoots, basically the droid factory scene in episode two. Uh, they had to go back and redo it just on a blue sound, just a blue screen thing with Hayden and Natalie. Uh, and I knew about this from reading the net. whatever I was reading, I knew about it and I must've been 14 and I was at this, so I was at a family function, and my grandmother um, lived in Ealing, which is next to Ealing Studio. So my uncle was like, "What do you want to have a look?" And without really thinking about it, we was like, "Yeah, we went." And um, <laughs> I don't know how we got into there, but we managed to get right into Ealing Studios. Um, and I think I got as far as George Lucas's parking space <laughs> before we were escorted off the off, off the studio lot. Um, but it's it's weird because then a few years later, that's where I actually. Um, did my drama training. Oh, wow. uh, I did it at the theatre, which is basically neighbours to, to, to Ealing Studios, and they work together. So Ealing Studios has always, always had this weird, um, I've got this weird connection. And that's also where Shaun of the Dead was shot. Uh, so it's kind, of, um, it's kind of a special place for me. That's great. Um, mm. s- speaking of Star Wars, I mean, I have to just say, like, I mean, how about that trailer, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing. I would be ranting and raving about... Batman versus, uh, Batman versus Superman had not, you know, oh, yeah, Force know. Awakens trailer just come out a few days. This is buried all trailers. Um, I'm 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 very excited for this picture, and so good. I, I like the direction that they, they seem to be taking it. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea that I mean, in all in, all the indications are pointing to a, a lead female Jedi, which would be awesome. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm very excited. Is that uh, Lupita Nyong'o or is it the Daisy Riley? I thought it was Daisy. I, I got the feeling it was Daisy Riley. For so I I, uh, I think it's. I thought it was her. The way the trailer was cut, and I'm trying to stay away yeah. from spoilers. I'm, me I'm, too. Me too. Yeah, I'm just trying my best. This is all just from my opinion. I haven't read anything, but uh, if that's the case, um, it's it's about time. I think Star Wars needs 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 a uh, a Mara Jade s character. Uh, oh, absolutely. So, have you been checking out any of the new comics? I have, yeah. I've got so the, good. I've got the Darth Vader's. I've got the Star Wars. I've got the Layers. I've got the Last Padawan. Um, I'm a little bit backlogged right now because we kind of raided DC Comics. Um, like I literally took like I, I went back twice, two carfuls of stuff. So every uh, single Batman, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. And I don't even live in this country, so I don't even know how I'm supposed to transport. I haven't really thought about the long game. I've just taken so much stuff. <laughs> from dc but um i'm getting around to it slowly yeah i got a copy of black mirror on your uh, recommend so i will definitely be checking that out oh black yeah that yeah. one that was buckley's um we were in the vault and, and buckley was like take black mirror and uh it's one of the I, for me it's one of the best graphic novels i've read uh mm-hmm. in the batman universe um okay uh well maybe i should just do a little bit of news and we'll really get into this episode here since we've been i've been 
uh, taking away half the conversation by geeking out <laughs> with you. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the, just a little bit of news that the CWF runs that we were talking about earlier are May 14th, um, and we're actually recording that night, so I'm hoping it's going to be a party. Uh, we're going to be talking about Patriot Brains. Um that uh yeah that it should be good um i can't wait to see that um <laughs> also buzzfeed put out the uh what i zombie character are you <laughs> quiz and you guys were passing it around yeah that was I, awesome i i totally thought i was gonna get ravi but i got major <laughs> i i, got I thought i'd get ravi and i got Liv. So <laughs> i don't know how accurate they are but i think it's because i put you know, it's it's those algorithms on those on those quick. I, I, yeah. I I'm pretty sure it was just mm. because I said I absolutely love hot uh, spicy food, and that was it. it. Didn't matter what I said afterwards; it was the yeah. spicy food that did it. And I think there was one question which was just like, "How rock solid are your abs?" And I was like, "Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, exactly." Not granted, so that's uh, <laughs> major. Yeah, I got Blaine, and it's nothing like wow. it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not hacking anybody up in a back room at all, Will? Interesting. Will, you're a bad boy. Also, the last bit of news I have is uh, during next week's iZombie, there's going to be an exclusive sneak peek at Avengers Age of Ultron. And they ran the trailer. It was so cool because they had the logo for Avengers Age of Ultron. And right next to it was the iZombie logo. And I had to say that it was really cool to see both those. Is that happening, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So, wow, I'm really hoping that you know, drives the ratings up even more. But yeah, we're sort footage. of, we're, you know, we're, we're kind of um, Marvel versus DC. We're kind of, we're, we're making yeah. amends here. We're kind of all uh, coming together. That's quite nice. Mm-hmm. Until there's like a zombie civil war or something. Oh yeah. That'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, virtual reality bites uh, directed by Dermot Downs. And uh, he's a CW director. We, he's done Arrow and Flash originals. How is it to work with Dermot? Pronouncing uh, it right, Dermot. Dermot, sorry, Dermot. Uh, I didn't know he did that. That's awesome. I kind of. <laughs> uh, so this is, he was. Um, yeah, he's great. He's. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we. You know, I, I don't really have a bad word to say about the entire. Yeah. The entire shoot was incredible, but you know, Dermot was lovely, and um, he had a, a great sense of humor and. I think he. I do know. <laughs> I do know that he he tried to pull me back a little bit because I during the gaming scene um, was doing some of the most stupidest things. Like I did this awkward run, and I was doing these karate. I was just adding all these little geeky things in there, and 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 he had to kind of rein me in a little bit. But he was lovely. He was great, and I I'm, I'm, I really like this episode. And um, what a script by Gloria C. Kellett. Um... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just I just kept laughing and laughing and laughing and one of my topics here is just all the funny moments that we we I, I just had to write most of them down. Um but uh gosh, what a funny script. I'm really hoping um we we hear more from her. Yeah, she she was that that was um I I that was again one of my favorite scripts and it's yeah. a, it was a shame cuz she wrote this uh when 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 Ravi talks about Warlock Forest Mm-hmm. Um, and why people play MMORPGs. That was actually double the length when we recorded it, um, but it's been cut. But that original speech was one of my favorite pieces of dialogue from from iZombie. Um, I hope it turns up somewhere on some deleted. But it was a it was a great script, really well written. Oh, I'm, I yeah, I, I do hope we get a nice Blu-ray with lots of uh, lots of good Likewise, deleted stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, this reality bites reference in the title, I was, uh, as a young Gen Xer, <laughs> was hoping for at least like a, a Lisa Loeb music cue, but I, I, we only got a couple of, uh, grunge, uh, mm-hmm. donut shop owners. So, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so the first topic is all the terrifying moments, um, cause there were a lot of very, I mean, we opened this episode and it was just like. I, I almost wanted to like stand up and scream at the TV because here's Major laying on this table. <laughs> yeah, the the uh, the cliffhanger of oh my god, did Julian scratch Major oh, yeah, at the end yeah. of the last episode? Are we gonna you know see is Major gonna be a zombie? And that would have been heartbreaking because mm. that w- Liv's hopes would be dashed. Yeah, yeah. Or would they? Uh. <laughs> because then she's got. 
some you know that was one of the reasons they broke up was because she's a zombie. Yeah, she didn't but want we're to hoping it. that she that that Ravi will cure her and she, then she can be with Major forever. That's true, but then <laughs> I don't want to cure her too quickly. I'd like to do a couple of seasons yeah. and drag it out a little bit. But yeah, well, before we spin off into I Ravi, of course, where you're just <laughs> curing zombies left and right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But it was such a dirty trick. I mean, he's on the table that we see all the dead bodies on. He's his eyes are closed, <laughs> and you're working on his on his stitches. So, mm-hmm. oh, that hurt. <laughs> and Major talks about that he's a dangerous person. Yeah. Major is not dangerous. <laughs> well, you know, he's talking about how he was like a football player before, right? So. Yeah, he was just deflecting. I think he was just trying yeah. to. He was just being silly because she's trying obviously to be takes. Uh, yeah, trying to be the tough man. No, but he he got he got his um his ass handed to him. Mm. By Julian, can we can we talk about uh, Robert Buckley's performance as Major? It is sure. really hard to play that character mm. to be the good guy, right? Um, yeah, I, I I I guess so. I mean, he he kind of. The, the 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 genius with Buckley is is that he's been given a role which we've seen a million times before, you know, <clears throat> and he's the forbidden fruit, I guess. He's the the love that she can't have anymore. Um, and but luckily, you know, Buckley's such a talented person, uh, and he's got so many tools in you know in his in his toolbox. He has incredible comedy timing, incredible comedy yeah. timing. I, I per- personally, I think he's the best uh, in, when it comes to. Uh, timing and um, whenever we do panels, I mean, I don't know how many interviews you guys have seen. He, oh, I've seen a lot. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's he's so sharp. Um, yeah, I was expecting him to be to be more of a comedic role after all the panels I'd seen leading up to the show. But <laughs> yeah, a lot of people did. A lot of people did. But um, what what uh, without giving anything away, sure. particularly oh, I'd say in the next few eps, there's a there's another side of of Buckley. Um, which I, I've seen a few times and, and you'll, you guys will see in, in, in later episodes. Um, he really messes with that kind of um, stereotype of, oh, you know, he's, he's a good-looking boy, you know, all-American, good guy uh, on the CW. He, it, they really start yeah. messing with, with those kind of uh, archetypes. And, um, and yeah, he's, he's a great character to watch. Well, they already kind of did with, uh, you know, when you guys uh, just, you know. Geeked out. Yeah, they started to geek out together. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, wait, he's not just, you know, the perfect guy. He's, I mean, he's the perfect guy with uh, some down-to-earth uh, yeah, and the <laughs> video thing is, game addiction. They can't, no one can really ignore that because that that is Buckley. Like, uh, yeah. he he really is the guy. And I, I mean, I know the thing with actors is and when you hear about other people's interests, sometimes it's, you know, you know some people will try to have mass appeal so they'll say oh i love sports but i also love comics and they try to obviously you know play the kind of general game where where they they touch on everyone's interests so that they gain fans no buckley really does every wednesday you'll find him at the comic book shop getting new issues he brings me mine when we were in vancouver he constantly came to set with new graphic novels and toys and bought me magic the gathering cards like he really is exactly that um and obviously the showrunners and the writers that's something you find out as you get to know someone and it was nice to see that they were like well that's what him and raul do they they play games and and talk comics and it's great it would be great for major if if we could show some of that yeah and it works really well i think oh thank you um so in the the next uh, terrifying moment, I'd say is the the delivery boy, um, who's he's actually literally wearing a, a hat on top of his skull, which contains the brain that says "Dig in." What, <laughs> what is Jackie supposed to do? <laughs> I love you guys. You noticed that I didn't even notice that. This is awesome. Okay, I've got to look for that. Dig in. Okay. Always looking for the uh, the, the the punny pun. uh, yeah, yeah, company yeah. names. I mean, because we had. Uh, uh, best all around donuts <laughs> in this uh, episode, yeah. but then we had donuts, etc. And I was like, "All right, well." <laughs> and there was was it bed? There was another one they did like they done a few. I, I can't remember. There was um, mutt bowl surfers. Yeah, see the meat cute seasons for all seasons. Seasons for all seasons. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Half of them go over my. I'm a little bit stupid actually. Like I <laughs> look at Ravi's lines and then I just I, I'm in my own little world and I don't really ever take in anything else until i watch it 
Oh, Steph, there, well, this is a good time to uh, bring up that line you were going to have them uh, clear up for you. Uh, <laughs> between petra, petrifac, petrifaction and black petrifaction? Yeah. Is that how you uh, pronounce that? Petrifaction? Petrifaction, uh, I think it was. Petrifaction. Yeah, yeah. I think it's to do with the decomposition. Uh, I don't want to get called out, but I did do my research <laughs> when I did it. Obviously, yeah. this was, oh, yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was to do with the hue and the decomposition. So Gosh. gross. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this uh, this had some really, really gross moments as well, including <laughs> starting with that that body. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, with, with Clive getting yes. sick, I mean, I felt <laughs> nauseated. You know, it's funny. Obviously, it, it doesn't smell. It's yeah. just the set, and it's uh-huh. you know, pleasant there. But we couldn't look at him for too long because the dude sat there with this prosthetic tongue, and they kept wetting it with this, like, Jabba the Hutt drool. <laughs> and... Um, and we would just giggle because we couldn't. And then he would obviously the dude. He was a really nice guy. His name escapes me now, but we'd have conversations with him while he had these his eyeball these things over his eyes, these prosthetics. Mm. It was just it was unfortunate because we would have been spent a lot more time talking to him and uh, got, getting to know him if he didn't have that stuff on because we just didn't want to talk. <laughs> couldn't look at him. Yeah. Somehow I'm always eating when I'm watching scenes like this, like when I'm watching The Walking <laughs> Dead or Dexter. And I was eating when that came on. I had to just put put the fork down for a little while and <laughs> yep. some time passed. Um, and the uh, the ten day old brains, and then just seeing those in the dish, and then uh, after the commercial break, we see Liv trying to drink it through a straw. <laughs> just ah, <laughs> uh, just horrible. Mm. Um, but yeah, what happens to that uh, delivery boy as well? Like he he gets his head impaled, and then and then I'm his body like- turns up on your on your slab. Yeah, uh, headless. Yeah. Um, and covered in bear saliva. <laughs> yeah, um, I think the yeah she she Jackie to to hide her tracks, uh, remove the head completely, yeah. obviously so, um, so that they wouldn't know that her brain the brain was missing, uh, right. and then I think dumped him somewhere. But um, obviously Ravi's too smart for that. He knew that, mm-hmm. that that it couldn't have been a bear attack. And uh, I couldn't help but uh, uh, compare Blaine to uh, Sweeney Todd this week. <laughs> <laughs> because you have Miss Lo- Mrs. Lovett sitting in the back with the uh, the butcher knife, and there, he's trying to lure Clive into that kitchen, and it's yeah. like, oh, it's meat pie time. Uh, I called him Sweeney Blade, the demon butcher of Pine Street, because he said it, it was on Pine Street. Oh, there you go. Well, that works. Yeah, normally he just gets like Billy Idol or Eminem. He's never got Sweeney Todd. I, I like that one. I'll run that by him. <laughs> Um, and the other kind of uh, terrifying moment uh, this week was the fact that Eva shows up at the meet cute as well, and she's about to get a an application for her son Evan. Mm-hmm. And it's like, does Blaine know? I mean, obviously you can't tell us, but <laughs> no, I, I can on this one. No, oh, okay. no, he. Um, okay. That was purely. I, I don't think there's any reference to who she is. Uh, uh, who she's connected to as of yet, but um, that that's obviously you know, yeah, she took a res- uh, an application form for for Evan, but I don't think Blaine Blaine Blaine's not clued up just at that moment to who that person is. <clears throat> yeah, because I mean she's a she must be a customer if she's coming to pick up a package. Maybe her name is on file. Maybe he slipped a card under her door, and she was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. I do want some uh, fresh meats that are." you know, gourmet or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, obviously now I'm writing fan fiction. <laughs> so I'll um, okay. So, uh, got to talk about all the funny stuff in this episode. I mean, I cannot talk about all the funny stuff, but, um, mm-hmm. gosh, uh, the, the, the part where Liv doesn't want to eat the brains and your, ve- or excuse me, Ravi is very much like, Oh, don't worry. Detective. <laughs> She'll I'm suck sure. it up any way yeah. she can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was a that was a fun scene. I think. Um, yeah, it was. It was. I guess it's the first time as well. There's a real playful banter, like the in joke uh, that Baba knows not that they kind of normally they're very kind of they don't talk about it. You know, it's yeah. when he's not around, and this was the first time they kind of showed a little bit more that the characters were a bit more comfortable with their surroundings and what she gets up to, and and can have little in jokes, and that was fun to play. 
and maybe this was the scene where you were told to pull it back a bit, but I still uh, really liked the, uh, the you know, Liv gets Simon's muscle memory, and you mm. see, and it goes to uh, your face, and you're putting on this delighted expression, and then she's like, I really hope I'm not opening up gross porn, and then it goes back <laughs> to you, and it's like your face just drops. <laughs> Yeah, that, it was the chronic chicken choker line, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, I just wrote down, was, Robbie has no idea what to say to this. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like, doesn't want to have his own, kind of doesn't want to air his own thoughts out. But um, yeah, that was the scene. That was my favorite um, to shoot of the episode. I really yeah. enjoyed the when she kind of learns that she's a hacker and, and, and how to play Warlock Forest. <clears throat> yes, and um, I, I heard that you might have, had to help a little bit with uh, Liv and, or excuse me, Rose and uh, Malcolm learning the language. How to say uh, the language? See, I Rose is Rose is being too generous there. She she does <laughs> far more of her own work. I think. Like she uh, tweeted out, "I knew nothing about this." So uh, yeah, she's not. She she was she's a crash. I remember she said she's she plays Crash Bandicoot. That's as far as her gaming. <laughs> went. Uh, <laughs> but no, she's just a, she's just a great actress. She really is the real deal, and um, I. Other other than I think saying what an M- telling her what an MMORPG was, everything else from that Rose was on point, and um, <laughs> I, I loved watching her play because I didn't get to see the um, when we were doing the, the the playing playing the actual game. Obviously, yeah. we were, it was a different shoot. We were not obviously in the same room, um, but seeing how she did all of that was 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 awesome, and I uh, I loved. Um, yeah, she it's it's just fun to watch Rose every week take on a new kind of persona. Yeah, she's very capable mm. of you know anything. It just seems like. Well, she she doesn't like me saying this, but she's you know for me she's going to be a you know huge. Um, she's uber talented. She has no interest in in fame or any of that. She really is just loves working and and really enjoys playing characters. But um, she, you know, it's only a matter of time before she blows up. Mm. Yeah, I saw her in uh, Masters of Sex. Masters of Sex. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, she's. Uh, I haven't actually seen that myself, but um, but I've, I've seen her in Lovely Bones, and I've seen her in the Power Rangers stuff. But uh, <laughs> no, she's she's brilliant. In fact, she always reminds me of Power Rangers because there'll be times on set when I don't want to do something or I'm having difficulty uh, doing something silly or or um, uh, I'm getting in, you know, kind of getting into my own head. I don't know how to play this because I'm not I'm not the most energetic person i'm actually very far removed from from ravi in terms of his energy and his optimism i'm a i'm a very dark a much darker person than he is um and so i always have difficulty sometimes with the lighter things and and she always reminds me of the silliness that she'd have to do on power rangers and make that work and she's like if you can do that you can do anything so she always brings up a, a story of one day i had to act with a a rubber baby doing that, you know, like she'd always remind me of stuff she had to do. So, uh, to, you know, she uh, would coach me through things. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Um, let's see what else here. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep feeling like I'm derailing your, no, no. you, you can run this conversation that people are tuning in to listen to you more than me. So. <laughs> You're too kind. And it's, and it's, uh, it's all awesome information. I, I love oh. hearing about what oh. goes on. Um, out, you know, behind the camera, <clears throat> but um, the other, I think the other Ravi one I liked that uh, she did was the. Uh, um, oh wait, we had the we had the troll lock, which was hilarious. A Polish troll, <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, you you said something about a pathetic pillock, and I was just wondering if uh, a pillock is a, a Polish pillow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's, yeah, a few people have asked me about that. Pillock is. Um... It's just a word we use back home. It's not. It's not the you know the youngsters don't use it. My dad would has called yeah. me. It's just another word for an idiot, uh, and it's uh, pillock. Pillock. Okay. Actually, my my mother is English, so I should know this stuff. But yeah, it's um, it's, it's it's kind of one of those old school. You know, like we also. You, I guess there's another one we'd say you're a turnip. No kids would ever. No one under the age of <laughs> sixty would use pillock, but. Um, yeah, it's uh, it just means uh, an, an idiot. <laughs> um, I love when Lowell is over at Liv's apartment and she says, uh, well, maybe that's what you call it in Buckingham Regal Shower. Buckingham Regal Shower. <laughs> 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 
Yes, and uh, her on drugs floating into the police department. And yeah, you know, I was suspected. Ex- I was ex- from the promo. I was expecting this rotted brain to have made her drunk, inebriated. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what I, I got I, from I the promo. Assume that that the, that the brains being rotted would have a different effect on yeah. on on how she would take on the personas or what it would do to her visions, uh, but it didn't. But that's a great idea to, to mess with maybe going forward in, in, in future episodes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just got so much potential with the fact that zombies can eat brains and things can Yeah, happen, because so. it's only touched on a little that, um, that Lowell had some effects from mm-hmm, mm-hmm. eating a certain brain and, mm-hmm. and that Jackie also. So, uh, yeah, I'm anxious to see later on what comes of that. Well, that's the, I think that's the fun thing with... <clears throat> With uh, when, when you're when you're doing TV, like we get so much feedback and other people's ideas, and um, once you've kind of established your first season, you get to really have fun with the mythology you've created yeah. um, and and start to expand it and 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 try different things. And and as a viewer, uh, as of iZombie, I'd be kind of um if we do get a second season, uh, would be really kind of curious to see how they play with the parameters that they had set in season one um i know what i want for a second season in terms of the the procedural element um i i really want a crime to take like an overarching kind of serial killer or like maybe because i'm watching dexter i don't know but (laughs) a crime that takes maybe three episodes to solve that way it can be a little bit more intricate um uh, Flight of the Living Dead seemed to be an open-ended case, and I almost yeah. feel like we're going to get back to that somehow. That's not a bad um, uh, assumption to make. I've been been like going, okay, so Max Rager's involved, the police department's involved, this uh, this meat store is involved. I, you know, it's everybody's a zombie. So, <laughs> and as soon as they introduce the fact that they're dyeing their hair, they're tanning themselves, it's uh, they hide, yeah. <clears throat> they have to do is scratch you. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, my other topic here is that uh, this is a very this is a very timely case of the week. I mean, in 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 a small amount, just because of the opening crime scene where outside we had uh, these idiots taking selfies, selfies of themselves, yeah. and uh, there was the the you know the internet was very outraged uh, about this these people taking selfies of themselves in this gas explosion in New York City. Mm. I wasn't sure if that even was put into the script last minute to cover that or. No, I'm it, it, probably no. I I um, it, it's really it's really funny because I when I read the script, I only focused on the, on the gaming. Obviously, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh sweet, it's a gaming episode. It's like the South mm-hmm. Park with World of Warcraft. And it wasn't until it aired on on Tuesday, and I had read other people's reviews and other people's comments. I was like, wow, like it just snuck up on me. I was like, the, the kind of the message behind it and just how current it is. Um, yeah, I must everything. Yeah, yeah, with GamerGate exactly, and, and I, I myself have never been a victim of of trolling um, <laughs> as of yet. I'm sure, it's, yeah. I'm sure it's coming, but um, uh, it's it it was really what I loved about this episode, and that's what and that's the thing I came for. I was excited for the fact that it was a it involved a hobby of mine, but really what what meant a lot to me and why I think this was one of my favorite episodes is because I sympathized with the killer. Yeah, exactly. I, it I really was... had me caught up a little bit, like his sister committed suicide because she was mm-hmm. her life was destroyed by a by a hacker a troll mm-hmm. and that that was his way of grieving like is he a bad guy no did he break the law yeah but it, it was nice to not have a it was simple murderer you know right and it, it kind of divided opinion as to whether you know he was right or wrong yeah i wasn't even sure where i stood with that because mm. yeah he did all those horrible things but I mean, at the beginning, they, they said that this girl, Shaney, posted this call um, voiced uh, yeah. by D- uh, Dan Etheridge, by the way, I found out, which is awesome. Was it Dan? Yeah. Well, at least that's what I think the writer's room had tweeted. Because so. I, yeah, because we, <laughs> I thought that was a rumor. I didn't know that. I need to call him because um, I, I think I remember us all going, oh, Dan, that would be awesome if Dan was the voice. I didn't know if, uh, if it actually happened or not to find yeah. So she posts a call on Facebook, and then her friend takes the call and puts it on YouTube, and then that gets two million hits, and that's what pisses Simon off. Mm-hmm. So obviously, that is no justification for ruining somebody's life, but it was it was crazy how 
it was something that she didn't even mean for it to get out of get out yeah yeah and uh he put her on the uh sex offenders list he gave her a criminal record he uh yeah he and that was that again that was um I, I do like that you know when when the victim isn't necessarily a nice person when the murder victim mm-hmm. someone who died the brain she eats is actually a nasty person and um yeah uh, is it simon cutler yeah he's not a nice dude he's a he's a he's quite a nasty guy um and uh yeah it was it was refreshing to have a case like that 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 wasn't you know so good versus evil or anything like that mm-hmm. i mean you kind of dealt with that also in uh the exterminator the exterminator where, yeah, yeah with the with the hitman brains yeah where you almost got eaten by uh marcy <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah also a, a neat note that uh i think jeff jensen from ew wrote about in his review was that this reference to aurora bridge is an actual bridge in seattle and there's a sculpture of a troll underneath it. Yeah, it's the troll. Oh, the cool. <laughs> so, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, definitely have to talk about Live and Bowl. I mean, w- w- what is your take on this, Robbie? Do you kind of are you are you shipping them? Or <laughs> <laughs> Do I ship? Did I just call you Robbie? I am the worst person in the world. You know what? I'm, you know, it's funny. I'm used to, on set. It's. Uh, Especially because my first two letters of my name is R A, and so is yeah. his. So, like, it's, as soon as you start with the Ra, it's there. So, I'm 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 used to it. It's all good. Um, <laughs> do I ship Live and Lol? Um, well, Majors, <clears throat> I do, I do. I I I I think it's it's an it's a nice dynamic for for Liv to um to 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 be in a relationship where she can be herself, where she, she can share this secret. Um, with someone and that's obviously the problem with major is that mm-hmm. while they i guess they could be together that she could never be herself she can never be 100 percent anymore with him whereas with with lol there's someone there that she can be 100 percent with um yeah i love this part where she's lying on the phone and then she's like oh wait a second you're yeah i can tell you obviously. yeah i don't have to lie about <laughs> be kept. yeah exactly i i a rubbish brain um uh, I, 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 this shipping culture is new to me. Um, well, it's you know, insane. we're a fan cast and this is actually one of my first fan casts, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's almost like we have to indulge in it. <laughs> of course. No, yeah, it's, and- it's, it's just some new thing. I just, I've never, until I did iZombie, I just, I, I, I spoke to my girlfriend. I was like, what the hell is shipping? Why is everyone <laughs> shipping this? What, what, what are we doing? And she explained it to me, um, you know, and everyone gets shipped. Uh, yeah, me and Ravioli, me. one of the Ravioli, Rager. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I heard it was Roger. Roger. Uh, it, yeah, it, I mean, it depends on your accent. It's either Rager <laughs> or Roger. Yeah. Well, I want to make sure we're saying it correctly on the show. So, how do I say? It? I say. Thing is, I'm the only. I, I'm the only uh, <clears throat> actor on the show that says his own character name wrong because apparently it's it's Ravi. Chakrabarti, Chakrabarti. Mm-hmm. We'd say Ravi Chakrabarti, so I, I say my own <laughs> character's name wrong. So uh, I'd say yeah. Rager. We had a guest on the show a few weeks ago. Her last name was Chakrabarti, I think it is. And uh, was that right, Steph? Did you say Chakrabarti? Right? Yeah. Like birthday party? <laughs> I guess I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. That'd be all, that's it was powerful. so close to uh, Robbie's. It's like name. one letter off. One letter off. And oh. I apologize, Malika, if you're listening. See, that's going to be perfect because now that's when, when, you know, if Ravi ever has a, a gaming night, it's called a chakra party or something like that. Yeah, I like that. Because I came up with when Malcolm tweets during iZombie, it's called, it's Clive tweeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that it's funny because of the naming conventions on the mm. show. There's so many V's and IV's in everybody's name. Oh, yeah. Of course something. there is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Lowell, I really liked. Uh, we got the we got the backstory right up front. Uh, but is he lying? We don't know. But I like the fact that uh, Liv has somebody she's identifying with, and it seemed that she was affecting him um, in the same way when she says that uh, she, you know, how unfair and awful his life is, and mm. he's saying he didn't want to hear that or wasn't expecting to hear or something like that or didn't think it would work on him like that but it, mm-hmm. it really did and that's of course when he yeah he was never looking for pity but um yeah yeah he, he once he heard that he never he only realized just then that he he kind of needed to hear something like that yeah. and i thought bradley did really well so uh, with that scene mm. 
and I know he's got he's starring in the the series Damien. Damien, yeah, he's up in Toronto right now filming. Um, I saw him last week. He went out for a drink, but uh, yeah, he's having a great time. <clears throat> um, I guess the the final topic really is the fact that you guys. Or excuse me, Liv and Ravi. <laughs> I, I sound like the typical fan. You got uh, Liv and Ravi finally put it all together at the end, and that was just so exciting to to see that you know we're, yeah, we're so know. many episodes in, and finally you would think they would drag it out a little longer, you know. But no, they know they know exactly what Blaine's up to now. Uh, they know they know where he's getting his brains from. Um, they're, they're they're on his heels, but um, obviously knowing what Blaine's like, that's not necessarily. He has nothing to worry about, really. I think they kind of, you know, the closer they get to blame, the more dangerous it is for them. And a lot of people seem to be talking about how it's almost like he's like, he's the Scarface. He's the one in control. He's got all the power. Mm -hmm. But then you have this whole Max Rager thing with the the drinks that are making people freak out. And you have the the police department and the missing persons department that's not exactly too helpful on these uh, this, this homeless case. Mm-hmm. And Blaine was selling drugs. He was selling utopium for a big-time yeah. drug Yeah, drug for team. a big, yeah, for a drug dealer, yeah. So we'll, I'm sure we will see that person later. Mm-hmm. I expect mm-hmm. to. I'm wondering if he's the big bad or if he's, obviously you can't answer any of this stuff, but. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, so um, I think that's all the notes I had. What did you, anything else, Steph, that you had or Will? I was just happy about how they portray gamers in this episode because a lot of times I cringe when other shows portray gamers, but in this episode it was all really directed towards one guy and I didn't feel like I needed to go delete my Guild Wars account after I was finished watching it. (laughs) I wasn't embarrassed to be a gamer. See, it's nice that you'd say that because I I read a few reviews and there were a few comments um, where some people had said that the the kind of portrayal of of uh, gamers was a little bit stereotypical, but I think that that was confused with the fact that the guy was an agoraphobe. Like yeah. that that's why he was a shutting, not because he plays a game. That that's why he had his food delivered through a, 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 a you know a, a dog hatch or whatever it was. Um, and but it's you know it's it's funny when you're I am a gamer, and obviously I'd be a stickler for like. Well, no, that's not what we do, and that's not the right headset, and we would play like that. But then the funny thing is, when you're on set and you're filming, you forget your own rules, and you forget what's real. Um, like, yeah. <laughs> there's a game that we were, that, 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 that's being played in the pilot, Dying Light, um, and it took me until the episode aired and then was on a message board that we realized that both actors were holding controllers, even though it's a single-player game. Single-player, yeah. <laughs> When you were there, seriously, like, and I am a gamer, I'm not, you know, I didn't notice at all. It's just insane how these things slip. Um, but I'm glad that you, obviously, that you, you felt that the gamers were portrayed in a, in a cool light, I guess. I love that Liv was surprised that people play video games at three in the afternoon. <laughs> because in her world, you know, she's such a driven, focused mm-hmm. young lady. Uh, you know, somebody, you know, a lot of my money goes to Steam. You know, I understand. I have to yeah. drag my child out of her room. You know. Oh, those Steam sales are killer. Killer oh, yeah. wallet. <laughs> the amount I've still got stuff from last Steam sale, from last summer's one that I still haven't even played. It's just you. You go. Oh, it's a bargain. It's, it's uh, only two dollars. Yeah. I got to get it. I'm yeah, trying to tell my child that. Different. Yeah, I'm trying to tell my child you need to be studying <laughs> instead of playing video games. <laughs> Yeah, I have I have two little ones, and it's like I pretty much just had to give up my Xbox. <laughs> so it's yeah, I, oh, so terrible. <laughs> um, all right, so why don't we do some feedback? Um, I do have some questions for you here. Oh sweet! Um, I did announce that you were going to be on the show a little late. I, uh, that was so my I fault. That was my fault. I was supposed to have got back to you, so I do apologize for that. Oh no worries. Um, Let's see. We have. I think I. I think it's Luca. I'll just say Luca. Um, he or she says, um, "Hi, guy. Um, if Ravi was a zombie, what skill would he like to have after eating a brain?" And then she says, or he says, "Thanks, baby." <laughs> so I don't know what that means, but maybe you can just answer the question. Um. <laughs> 
What what skill would Ravi want to have? Yeah. Oh, like that, God, yeah. that's a good question. Um, oh, I know what I would want to have. Like, I know, but okay. what, what would Ravi want? Um, he, what does he lack? That's the thing is, because I know... I, that, yeah, that's that's got me stuck because he he's he's far. I know him now. Obviously, after filming a few uh, the, the the first season, he's um, he's quite well rounded. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't. We're not playing any stereotypes here, just because he's a nerdy doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, Diane had said, "No, Ravi's got game. There's no, there's no. Um, <laughs> he, they kind of wanted to make him as as rounded as possible. So um, maybe I don't know. He I, he doesn't seem like." I guess the, the 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 best physical presence. So maybe some MMA skill, something um, something just to beef up his his uh, masculinity game. That might oh, yeah. <clears throat> that's probably something he'd take. So he knows kung fu. Well, what he knows this? kung fu. Yeah, or yeah. jiu-jitsu or something. Yeah. yeah. What would be the skill that you'd want? What would I want? I would really want some discipline. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I, it's one of the things. It's been on my report card since I was like five. There was always like great potential, no discipline, just easily distract. And that's me. I, I, uh, I can't do slow and steady. I always just do short bursts of stuff uh, of intense something. So uh, I would really like to acquire some discipline in life. Um, let's see. Deanna says she just wants me to ask you if you want a free T-shirt. <laughs> It's an eyes zombie O's T-shirt. Uh, it looks like a looks like a cartoon image of Liv. Oh, I've free. seen this. Rob Thomas uh, tweeted this. Uh, yeah. It's her eating like a cereal. Um, I, I, I I love it. Uh, <laughs> I prefer official merchandise, which hasn't come out yet. Um, yeah, right. But um, and I'm strictly just wearing Batman T-shirts right now. But I do like it. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. And I think Emily here is. My last one that's asked questions. Um, Emily asks, uh, what is your favorite part about acting and who inspired you to act? Wow. Um, Big questions. Yeah. Wow. How long have we got? Um, (laughs) Okay. So what was the the first part? What do I like about acting? Mm -hmm. Um, I love the research, um, which is, it it sounds antisocial because it's usually just done. It's me in a room locking myself in for as long as possible until I, until I feel happy with what I've got. But research is a huge, a huge thing I enjoy. I, I, I'm a bit of a, an information junkie, so it, it, it works perfectly for me. That's why when I got the, the role of, of Ravi, for instance, you know, I just overindulged in, in pathology and um, watching crime, uh, watching, which I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about in previous interviews, but um, watching real videos of autopsies and speaking to pathologists and um, reviewing old case files that I could get my hands on. And then I went to a real morgue and I, I just to slap a little camphor on. A I, couple times. I wish I had some camphor. Um, <laughs> it, it was, you know, no, you know what? It's funny the the, the smell because um, I was expecting, you know, you see it on, on TV and film when people walk in <laughs> like Clive did like, Bleh! Uh, I had seen a body that was a couple of days old and um, it wasn't the worst smell. Like my, my garbage right now probably smells worse than death, but it's because you know, it's what it is. It's what makes it worse. Mm. You know, it's not, you smell worse things just walking down the street, walking past a restaurant uh, garbage bin. Um, But it's because you know, it's death. It was like, it it, it just kind of stuck in your nasal passage. But um no, I, I I love the research. I love getting my Batman on and sitting in the cave and just just just, <laughs> just like literally going for it. Um, is that is that your setup that you you tweeted a shot? <laughs> like five different monitors yeah. and you're back to it. That's I was how, like, oh, that's, that's how the I like cave. That's how I live tweet. Um, that's awesome. It's a facility that I was lucky enough to use, and I do that as much as I can. I, I go to this place, and it just allows me to. Um, I really enjoy fan feedback right now and uh i really love being a part of the i just i enjoy the buzz when the episode's out and just re- replying to quick yeah. firing questions and um that that setup uh allows me to answer as many as i can within within the time but um yeah, it's well, so great you do that too because oh thank you yeah not many fans not many shows have that much interaction well i i, I we're a different you know we're moving on and yeah i'm a, I'm a stage i'm you know in, in some respects i'm as kind of archaic and classic as as they come you know most of my training came from the stage um but it's you know we're moving with the times and and there's a great right now 
with with the way things are and social networking, you can have a really strong presence um, with your audience. And why not? I'm not afraid of it. I mean, it's I know some people don't like to be that close to that kind of thing, reading negative feedback. But I, I, I just take it on. I haven't again. I, I've been spoiled. I'm not asking for an invite, but. I haven't read anything particularly negative, so um, until then, um, it's 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 been fun. But I think she said the second part of the question was my inspira- uh, inspiration. Inspiration, yeah. Um, Harrison Ford. Uh, it was it was it was Star Wars. Star Wars was the reason I became an actor. Oh, you know, I want to say it was Sir Lawrence Olivier, uh, but it, no, it was it was it was Harrison Ford. It was being eleven years old, <clears throat> getting the, uh, the Star Wars trilogy uh, VHSs for my my birthday from my dad. And just like binge watching, um, and that was it. Like it, it literally changed my life. It really did. Um, I wanted a, a, a career uh, in filmmaking or special effects. Um, I really wanted to, to be a part of the prequels that were being made or just coming out as I was a kid. Um, it turned into a performance thing instead, and um, and and that was it. And the, and the whole end game of me being an actor, me being on eyes on everything comes down to the fact that one of my bucket list things is to have a, a, a character in star Wars in some, in, in some, some kind of representation, whether it be animated or live action. That's, that's my things to do before I die kind of thing. I, you got a few movies to go. I mean, you know, I need, yeah, uh, yeah spare, I, think, a, I think it's possible. Yeah. Well, I, it's funny. I, I nearly quit acting, um, a few years back. I'd obviously, not worked for years uh, and I was finding it extremely difficult to make any kind of progress um, and I left drama school I graduated when the third film came out Revenge of the Sith so that was it for Star Wars you know that, that yeah. this thing was dead um, and then about maybe I want to say a year and a half ago to two years I, I got very kind of down um, started to as I'm approaching my 30s I was like you know this isn't I'm still living with my parents I can't afford to get, I need to, I need to change my career. And then they announced George Lucas sells his property to Disney and they're making seven, eight and nine. And it just felt, I know it sounds silly now, but it, it <laughs> no, really, it's awesome. like, it was really like a kind of destiny. I don't know. A calling. Yeah. It was a calling. It was like, what? This is back. And I'm now I'm qualified. Like now I can do the job that I set out to do. Um, and literally within six months I booked I zombie. Something like that, wow. and then and now here, and and then that's it. So, <laughs> yeah, that's my aim. Yeah, exactly. Also, I, I meant to ask this earlier. I mean, where? How did? I mean, you're in London, you know, and you book a show on a CW show in Vancouver. Yeah. How, did, how does that work? Uh, did you have to audition by videotape or? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm dating uh, myself by saying videotape. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I. It, it was a. Uh, I didn't realize kind of just how difficult and fluky it was, but it wasn't until I met other actors. In fact, it was Malcolm. I think it was Malcolm on the pilot who mm-hmm. who made me realize what I had just done. Because um, I, I, it was it was one of those things. I had an audition for Twenty Four um, when the one that shot in London uh, oh, with yeah. John Boyega actually, um, and um, and it went terrible. It just was a terrible audition, yeah. and I, I got out. And my agent rings me up and it's like, and I, sorry, I rang them to complain. And, um, and they were like, look, there's this other show, uh, it's called I Zombie or something like that. Um, and I, I think I was aware of the comic book. So the name was, I was like, oh, okay, I Zombie. And she was like, yeah, it's a pilot shooting in America or Vancouver. Um, and this was a Friday. So she was like, on Monday, you need to go in and go on tape and they'll send the tape off. So I went in on a Monday full of kind of, uh, you know, a, a kind of, a, I want to say an, an FU kind of attitude because of how 24 went. Um, so I went for it and she was, she was, you know, it went well. Rob Thomas had written back or um, that he wanted me to, to try something with it. That was like, then on Wednesday I went back in and did that, what he asked. Friday they said, um, you've just booked one of the, one of the lead roles. Wow. And then I had a two week research period before the pilot, um, I was one of the last. I was the last person to be cast. I think it was Rose than me. Um, yeah, because they wanted an older Ravi at the time, right? I, I remember the casting brief. Well, the, the thing is, he was definitely. He was always. I think he was always going to be Indian, mm-hmm. um, or th- th- that was something that they were looking for. And I think they largely were looking for someone with a bit more age to them. Obviously, they're, they they're the, this lives boss. So that alone, you know, he's supposed yeah. to be a you know, medical examiner, a chief medical examiner. But um, 
yeah, they were looking for someone a little bit older. Um, I don't think it was supposed to be British either because they had scoured America, Canada, and then they opened it up to the UK. And I think they just allowed, they were like, well, let, let the UK do their accent. Um, and I, yeah, I am um, one of the sort of best moments of my life was being on a uh, on the tr- on the tube in London <laughs> on a packed tube, and my phone goes off, and um, I answer it, and it's like, it's like, hi, this is Rob Thomas from My Zombie, and I was like, just on this packed train having a conversation <laughs> with my new boss, who's you yeah. know creator of Veronica Mars, wow. um, and I was like, I can't talk to you, mate. You're gonna have to call me in a bit because uh, we're going in a tunnel. <laughs> but yeah, it was just one of those crazy moments of like, oh, this is happening. This is real. This is this is actually happening. Um, but, uh, it's been, it's been one of the most incredible years of my entire life. And I have Star Wars to thank for that amongst other things. And Rob Thomas and Diane. Yeah. Chewy, we're home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I just have a couple more uh, bits of feedback to wrap up. I know, I know you got to run. No, no, no. Um, I'm all good. I'm all good. Yeah. We got time. Go for it. Um, Francisca writes and she had probably had no idea that you'd be listening. Um, she says, uh, Hey guys, greetings from Germany. A few weeks ago, I discovered your podcast and I love listening to it each week. After I watched the episode yesterday, I had to share my thoughts with you. It was the best, my favorite so far. Love the idea uh, with the foul blame, uh, foul blame, <laughs> foul brain. I definitely won't eat again while I watch iZombie. Um, mm. Loved lived the gamer, even though it was stereotypical, and uh, loved the reaction of her mom. Can't wait to hear your thoughts and your favorite quotes. P.S. I would love to see an EEG or an MRI of Liv's brain. Wow. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she also says because of us, we're now listening to Investigating Mars, Potential Cast, and Redemption Cast. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. We're um, into other podcasts. Our friend Heidi has a Veronica Mars one. She does. Oh, sweet. And uh, between Steph and I, we do bu- some Buffy and Angel podcasts. Oh, wow. Which are, which are fun. Yeah, we're very busy. Uh, <laughs> Busier than me. <laughs> uh, and uh, Maggie uh, says on Facebook, uh, she said, Ravi's character in the game is a were-terrier. Love it. <laughs> and Lowell is very understanding. Too perfect? Mm. And uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. We'll see. Well, you're supposed it's American TV, right? <clears throat> so yeah. someone British has to be bad, right? I mean, <laughs> of course, someone with a British. You know, we supposedly you've seen the Jaguar commercial. We're supposed to be, you know, we play the best villains. <laughs> yes. So, yes, who knows? Uh, all right. Well, now I am casting you in my mind in a future Bond movie. Um. <laughs> oh, that would be a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see what else was there. Um, I think that's it. Um, anything else you guys wanted to say, Steph? Will before we go? Oh uh, nope. <laughs> I think we covered it. <laughs> Thank you yet again, uh, Roel, for coming on the show. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you so Super much. Awesome. Thank you um, for having me. Uh, and uh, where can we uh, find you these days besides on iZombie? I mean, uh, uh, literally, <laughs> uh, what am I doing? Um, again, just for the next couple of weeks, I'm, uh, I'm just seeing friends and family. I'm going to be, um, you know, uh, catching up, uh, waiting to where, find where out. Are you, where are you doing that? So I'm just, in Los Angeles, um, <clears throat> at the moment. So I'm just hanging out with the guys and, um, seeing people and doing some meetings. But, um, yeah, no, um, we are, weeks away from from the uh, cw upfront so um that's the that's that's the date i have marked in my calendar yeah yeah right mm. same here yeah um cool well uh we're hoping to hear some really great news um, likewise i'm trying to resist asking you if season one a- ends in a cliffhanger i don't want you to answer that question really <laughs> i can answer that question oh you can uh well plug your ears if uh, you don't want to hear that uh, <laughs> listeners uh, I, it, uh, um I, i'll say this i think um the end of season one um it, it's the way it's done it allows it to be seen standalone uh it doesn't cheapen you by 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 le- like you know leaving it completely up in the air uh, assuming that there's a season two, but it does have enough scope and um, it does 
have some questions that still need answering. I'll, I'll leave it at that. But it, yeah, it's uh, it's not as crass as to just be like you know to be continued. We don't. We, yeah, no, it doesn't do that. So I'm kind of imagining maybe Liv waking up after not going to the party <laughs> on the boat and going, oh, what happened? That was a weird dream. It's all a dream. Been dead for ten years. But yeah, um, no, it's uh, they. they it's uh, I, I really enjoy our finale. It's a great one. Looking forward to it. All right. Um, let's get out of here. Uh, Steph, do you want to say where people can find you? Uh, at, on Twitter at Steph Smith and uh, Potential Cast, PotentialCast.com, the Buffy podcast, and hopefully soon Redemption Cast. Yes. And I'm also doing uh, Defenders Podcast, which is the uh, Daredevil one. Nobody spoil me. Uh, only on episode three. And it's the worst thing in my life because everybody's watching it but me. Um, and that's all on dbmpe.com. Uh, you can find me at El Robinero. Uh Will, uh, yes. where can we find you on the web? <laughs> Sorry, man. Well, um, well, you can find me on Twitter at Longclaw with a K. And I'm also doing Down Below, which is a podcast about Babylon 5 and What We Make, which is a podcast about all things Terminator. And you might probably will be hearing me do something on a new Netflix show called Sensiate, which is from J. Michael Straczynski and the Wachowskis coming up in June. We just love talking about TV. That's yeah. all we <laughs> podcast <laughs> Thank you for listening to the season one episode of the Eyes on Me podcast with Robin and Steph. Our podcast logo is designed by Dee Sheehan. You can find her work at behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. We posted that link, as well as others, on our home on the web, eyesombiepodcast.com. There you'll find links to our Twitter and Facebook pages. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash eyesombiepodcast. Finally, send your feedback in to eyesombiepodcast at gmail.com. The Eyes Zombie Podcast with Robin and Steph is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it all you like as long as you link back to us. But please, do not change it or sell it or trade it for brains unless you're going to give us some. And remember, a mind is a terrible thing to taste.